like that, right? Mm-hmm. If they do a sister lock. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know nothing about your ass. Yeah. yeah. She tried to get me it. to get sister locks, but I was like, no, I can't have my hair the same way all the time. Mm. Can't do it. I can't do it. I have my hair the same way every day. You, say, right, you might as well go and get it. Every day, as, as I like to say. No, I'm uh, talking about when I was growing up, I couldn't have my hair the same way. Yeah. Now, you know, I never wore um, braids or anything, but when the medication and everything, it, my hair wouldn't lay down. So yeah. his mom, my sister, she did my hair and grew it back, and the texture just finally came back. Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. mom take a key up in this she bitch. said my son. Take a key up in this bitch. 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 I think Uncle Charlie got him. Say your signature, or you just let's, go. Let's start the show. Oh my, he's showing out for you. Let's start the show. He's a cursor, that's what he wanted to do. Yeah, no cussing today, no cussing. <coughs> no cussing. Okay, welcome back to the All In Show. You, yeah. I'm your host, Hollywood Harwell. We live. You, yeah. we got that. We, we live for show. We got a special one today, but before we get to her, we're gonna. Make sure we shout out the live as DJ. Yeah. He can he can read real well too. Yeah. That's his thing. That's I can his read. Signature. And he good at chess. He told people I can read. I never <laughs> said that. I never said that. I, I never said that. My boy. What's good, bro, Dusty? How you feeling, man? Man, I feel good, bro. Traveling. Man. Yeah, another traveling. one. We out here traveling, man. Like North NBA. side of Chicago. Like NBA. Yeah. I'm gonna personally take care of this one because this is my aunt. I'm not gonna introduce her. We, we make sure you're a legend here. So we <laughs> we, we don't introduce the legends. So if you could give us your name, your hometown, your Zodiac, and if you have an iPhone or an Android. I have an iPhone. Yeah! Yeah, we starting to show off right, my boy. Yeah. I don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't want to be here. Nug, your nephew Ro- Nug said love. My name is Rochelle uh, Heinz Pepion. Okay. Uh, I'm a Capricorn. Okay. okay. And I'm alive and strive. That's what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, okay. What's your hometown? My hometown is Chicago. Okay. Where were you born and raised? Chicago. You were born and raised in Chicago? Yeah, until I was six years old. Then I moved out to St. Anne, Illinois. Yeah. St. Anne. I only said it because we got a lot of viewers out there in St. Anne for sure. I went to school in St. Anne. Yeah. I went to St. Anne High School. You were a St. Anne Giant, then you was a Cardinal? I was a Cardinal. For sure. Okay, okay. You trying to say that? I don't know. Mascot said. My daughter just was out there. Trying to. I was homecoming. Queen too. Yeah. Were you? I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. And okay. my older brother Gordon, he escorted me. And then my other brother Frank yelled, "Hurry up so we can get rid of that dress!" Uh, hurry up. <laughs> they say, on the field they say Rochelle escorted by Gordon Hines, and he was like, "Okay, Rochelle, you know we got her turning that dress." Oh no! Don't get it dirty. Either. That's the, that's the way your brother. Don't get that's it dirty. a rental. Let's go. <laughs> that's a rental. <laughs> it wasn't a rental. It wasn't a rental? It wasn't. No? Yeah. He just yelled it out. Mm-hmm. Just a mess with you? Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to bro. Tell me that don't sound like something I do. Bro. Shout out to the uncles, for sure. And he says you got an iPhone. I got an iPhone. Yeah. What that mean? Yeah, man. So, for yeah, some reason, yeah, he created man. this whole thing, and most of our viewers love this. 
They want to know if you have an iPhone or Android because we battle. I don't like iPhones. Oh, okay. And he team iPhone, Mac, we Apple, looking good. all of that. No, I used to have an Android. What happened? Uh-huh. But my son, he... He made you get one? No, he gave me his old iPhone and he put me on his bill so I don't have a bill. Mm. That's how I got See, my iPhone. So, you know what? That makes sense. <laughs> Let's downgrade to the iPhone so it's free. Yeah, it's not what, what she is. wanted. What she got, though. But that's what she got because it's free. What she got? Cause it's free. What's he got? Cause it's free. So we are here. What you talking about? She got both. You can't come in here with an iPhone and an Android. You gotta pick a side. I don't have both. Bonnie. Bonnie Bella says she got both. Come on. She probably. Man. We ain't even. I had my iPhone for two years now, right? Okay. Yeah. If you had a choice, which one would you prefer? Yeah. Well, I know how. It's an iPhone over there too, bro. Shout out. She know how to use the Android. She prefer the Android. We good. That's all I needed. That's no, all I needed. No, no. <laughs> so we're here. <laughs> this is a very special episode. We're here for a specific reason. Yes. Um, we are here because you are looking for a kidney. Yes, I, I'm asking for a kidney. Okay. So before we get into that, let's just talk about <coughs> kidneys um, as a whole. What is the primary function of a kidney? The kidney is what... Uh, help the fluid comes out of your body mm-hmm. and any type of waste it works really well with your liver mm-hmm. but because uh my kidney is damaged and none of them work i don't urinate and so i have to go to dialysis to take the fluid off my body so i can't i can't hold a lot of liquid because it doesn't digest it doesn't go through your body right you know so the kidney help flush out waste and so not only does it flush out fluid it also cleans your blood and since it can't function i have to go to dialysis to get my blood clean and to take off fluid off my body Mm, okay i didn't know they take fluid off the body as well yeah i also have to watch my fluid intake okay like when i first started dialysis they told me i could only have 16 fluid ounces total so that's just that one bottle right so um to do what i did is i ate a lot of ice because you know you can have a big giant thing of ice, but when it shrink down, it's only like a fourth of a cup. Right. <clears throat> and then I eat like watermelon, and I eat fruit and stuff with juice in it, like grapes. Mm-hmm. So those things don't count. But any type of fluid, like if I wanted to drink, I don't drink soft drinks and stuff for a Sprite. I mm-hmm. don't drink. I could. They told me that I should just drink simply lemonade. I can't just drink any kind of lemonade. Okay. And uh, what I do is I just use a shot glass for anything that I drink. Really? Yeah. I did not know that part. Yeah, hmm. because I, I have to watch my liquid intake. Got it. You know, people always offering me something to drink, and I'm like, no, I'm good, you know. And it was like, well, it's just water, you know. But then after my surgery, my doctor told me I was dehydrated. And he told me that I should drink more than 16 ounces. Okay. So... That's what I, I've been doing. What so. are you up to now? Oh, I don't know. So you're allowed to drink fluid freely now? No, I just need to drink more than 16 fluid ounces. Yes. Got it. Don't go crazy <clears throat> to drink. Right. And since and since I have that freedom, it's helped me. But I already trained myself to drink less. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to, because I can, because I, I would love to drink a gallon of water. I used to drink a gallon of water a day. I'm definitely, that's my, me. Before my Easy. kidneys went out. But yeah. 
they don't tell you that that makes your kidneys and stuff work harder. They tell you you need it, but you really don't need that much fluid. Because if you're putting that much fluid in you, your kidneys is working even harder. So I'm not saying to stop drinking water. I'm just right. saying you shouldn't probably drink as much as a gallon a day. Especially if, right, I can hear what you're saying. Especially if your kidneys are failing, that would make it even harder right. for it to work. A lot of right. people yeah. say you don't look like you're on dialysis and... Um, you don't have to, you, you don't look like a dialysis patient is because I listen to what they tell me to do and I do uh, watch my diet right. and I do take care of my health and you know if you m- miss like a day or so of dialysis and stuff all those things are counted against you because mm. when a kidney does come if you're not doing what you're supposed to before you get a kidney then they'd mm-hmm. be like you're not a good candidate gotcha. to get a kidney that makes sense gotcha. That makes sense. So when did you first discover that you were having kidney failure? Uh, in 2018. Okay. Well, I was just telling you in 2000, in 1998. 1998. 1998. Right. They told me that I had uh, protein in my urine. But I was like, well, what does that mean? I thought it was my diet. I thought it was something that I was eating. And I just found out this year that with the pamphlets they had at the dialysis centers, that mm-hmm. that was an indication that your kidney was uh, starting. starting to, they say, when you find protein in your urine, that's saying that your kidney is leaking. Mm-hmm. Nobody explained me this. That that I, none of the doctor in 98, they told me that I had protein in my urine. And I even asked my husband, what does that mean? Is it in my diet? Is it some? You know, am I eating too much protein? Because right. I didn't know where it was coming from. I didn't understand the concept. But in 2000 and, um, two, what is it, 23? In 2018, 2000 and, I, no, 2019, I, uh, I, I found out that I was having kidney problem and I was on uh, a treatment and they were getting better. But okay. I caught COVID. Mm. Oh. And it was before the shutdown. It was before they knew it was COVID. Mm. Right. Because they told me my t- metabolism mouse, so they gave me an infusion. They gave me all kind of drugs, and my body was freaking out because I'm a vegetarian, and mm. I don't take drugs. And so all that I could actually feel everything, all the medicine going in the back of my head and stuff. Right. And uh, in October, my kidneys, they just both failed. They were getting better. You know what I'm saying? The medication was working because they had me on uh, steroids for two years. Right. And I think because I was on the steroid, prednisone, that's what saved me from the COVID that I wasn't like being hooked up to tubes and stuff like that because I was already on the, the, um, what do you call it? The prednisone. Mm -hmm. I was on that. And I think that's what saved my, when I had COVID that it wasn't detrimental like it was that's what got you through yeah like you know people were dying and everything Mm -hmm. because i was so sick i was sitting in the chair i couldn't even write a check and then i had to crawl to my bed it was my birthday too worst birthday present ever (laughs) and i was like oh my god i had never experienced any type of sickness like that i didn't have an appetite i did lose my taste and everything and that's why i think it was covid and then after that happened, that happened in January and March, they shut everything down. Mm-hmm. But I was still on the treatment. I thought I had some type of flu, and I was like, 
I, I was so sick. I said, I better go to the hospital because, you know, I'm already on the treatment for my kidneys. Right. And they didn't want to give me anything because I was on the treatment for my kidneys. So, um, Swedish Covenant sent me home and then I ended up on a rush and that's when I got the infusion and stuff. Okay. Stephanie Campbell says, is that Rochelle? Yes, this is Rochelle. So, Stephanie Campbell wants to I make sure Stephanie. that's you. <laughs> what she said? Is that Rochelle? I ain't never called her that. That felt good. I ain't gonna lie. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's been my uh, Roro forever. So, did you make any lifestyle changes once you were diagnosed outside of water? Oh, yes. I um, cursed out my family because they wasn't helping me. Okay. She was and, a high stars. And, and I had to get Why them you look straight. At me? Why you look at me? No. <laughs> I'm messing with you. I had, to get them, I had to get them straight. I'm talking mm-hmm. about this family yeah, here in this right, house. Right. Get it right, sir. And then, um, <laughs> uh, this and this was when I was on a treatment for my kidney. But mm-hmm. when my kidney actually went out, they all pitched in. And they did help me. Good. I mean, my daughter, Kelly, she's the biggest help because I couldn't dress myself. Yeah. And I felt so defeated because I couldn't do for myself. And, you know, I'm the person that does for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it was so hard, you know. And I felt so alone and lonely and defeated because I couldn't do for myself. I wasn't ashamed or embarrassed, but right. it was really hard for me. And then at the same time, my mother-in-law, she was sick. She couldn't walk and everything. And I was determined not to lose my mobility. So right. I walk the dog six days a week. You know, I walk every chance I get. You know, I keep myself mobile because if you don't, if you don't move, you lose it. That's true. If That's you don't, you, if you don't move your mobilities, you start to use it, especially when we get older. You know, mm-hmm. so those were one thing in my mind that I said, no matter what, I forced myself to get up. And then when I was able to do for myself, I made sure that I continue to do for myself. I mean, because my daughter was like, you need help, I got it. I was like, no, I need to, you know, try. But right. she was there for me, like, um, during the pandemic, on the prednisone, I was so swollen from the steroids. Mm-hmm. I couldn't fit none of my clothes, none of my shoes, nothing. Man. I was like 286 pounds. And then when they took me off the medication, the weight just fell off. You know, mm-hmm. when I started dialysis, I was losing like... When I started dialysis, I was 268 pounds, and now I'm just 200. Nice. <clears throat> so I go I'm glad up, it came fluctuate. down. Yeah. yeah. And they, you know, they want me to lose 20 more pounds because they say it's better to be 180 so your kidney, your new kidney won't have to work as hard. Yeah, right. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, a couple people were talking to you. D'Angelo McCurry, your nephew. Right. Make sure to <laughs> let you know, nephew yeah. D'Angelo. <laughs> Stephanie says again, hello, classmate. Good to see you. Nice to see you. And Cousin nice Penny. Cousin Penny. <laughs> uh-huh. She says prayers. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll see you, boy. I'm trying, man. I'm I trying to do your I job, my you. job. I'm everywhere. You, you. you chilling. I'm trying to be like, that's what we all. So, you know, if, should I talk about if a person want to give me kidney? I got questions for it, but if you want to, go ahead. Okay, so if a person want to give me yeah, a, a kidney, they... They could live with one kidney, too. Right. Both of my kidneys went out. And then uh, they said if someone wanted to donate, they could still have a family. You could still produce children and everything mm-hmm. with one kidney. So, you know, if anybody want to give me a kidney. Yeah, we definitely still, looking for a you kidney. Still, you still could have a, a, normal, a normal life. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So let's get into some of that. Okay. So 
what are the steps of the transplant process? So if you if you want to donate Let's your do kidney to me, all your expenses is paid through my health insurance. You don't okay. have to worry about anything. They have room and board for you here in Chicago if if we go to Northwestern because that's where I'm trying to get a kidney from. Mm -hmm. And they um they my insurance and they have uh charities that help support all your needs you know and it's a really in and out procedure it's not a uh, detrimental you won't be laid up in the hospital a long time or whatever right. you know and it'll be a blessing to me so absolutely so i did i've done a little research okay. the average person um <clears throat> is under watch in the hospital for two to four days mm -hmm. and then they're moved to a non-observation room for another three to four days just to make sure everything goes smooth. Right. right. And then after that, uh, the recovery time can take up to six weeks. So Complete I, recovery. So I had... Yours is a lot longer. No, so I had my kidney removed mm -hmm. because my left kidney, uh, they found cancer on it. So August 1st, they took it out. And they told me to get up and walk the next day. And I did. Right. You know, and I've been walking ever since. They say, because you know, you don't, when you, it, you know, you, I was sore, mm -hmm. but I wasn't in pain where I couldn't walk. Right. You know, so I had the IV thing walking with the pole and right. stuff. And I just been walking ever since. You know, they tell you to walk as much as possible. Right. To keep your um, flesh moving and not to like swell up. But they, they did great work at, uh, at Northwestern. Shout out to Northwestern Shout for taking care of my auntie. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So what does it mean to be on a kidney transplant waiting list? What is What exactly well, is that? Well, I haven't got on the list yet. Okay. Because I still have... Um, I took my stress test. They want to give me a, a, a ultrasound to check my heart. Mm -hmm. They want me to have a colon check again and mm -hmm. a mammogram. Got it. So once all those things are completed and everything is no problem, mm -hmm. then I can get on the list. Okay. Because they don't want you, you if you have any underlying problems, mm -hmm. then you can't really fight for the kidney. Right. And they don't want to do that and if a person wants to give me a kidney but they have underlying problems bless your heart but you wouldn't be able to give me a kidney well, got it well. got it because we don't want anything to happen to you so does that person have to be on the donor list to give you a kidney no if a person is offering me my kidney that speeds up everything really quickly yeah. okay yeah so if somebody say oh Rochelle I want to give you a kidney then Northwestern was like, well, let's see if we could get you in here, you right. know, and they might speed up all the things they wanted to make for sure. But they just really thorough and everything, mm -hmm. you know, right. so. So Teresa asks, does the blood type have to match for them to so donate? So if, if, if your blood type doesn't match and you want to donate me a quick kidney, they'll swap it oh. to someone that matches my blood. Got it. And, and I, still get, I still get a kidney. Right. If, if if it's not your blood, if our blood type don't match, they do a swap to someone that has my blood type that's Got given it. a kidney. Right. So. so you can still get a kidney, right. just wouldn't be that exact kidney. Right. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. That makes me go right away, just right. like I was getting a kidney. Right. So how long does the average, do you know how long the average person waits to receive a kidney once on the list? Um, they told me because of my blood type, I, it would be anywhere to three to six years. Yep. That's what I read online too. And Everything because, uh, I've October, mm -hmm. this would be three years. Mm. So, 
And when you uh, be on the list, they go from the date that your kidney went out. Got it. So I've already did three years. Okay. Okay. How long does a transplant surgery take? When you had yours removed, how long do you think that took? I don't know, because they knocked me out. <laughs> Your mom probably could tell you better than I can. She, she is watching, so mom. She, she was in the waiting room mad because they didn't come talk to her, but yeah. I was out, so yeah. I don't That's know. That's a good thing. And then uh, at first they were saying there was complications, but when I went to see do the follow-up, she said there was no complications. That's good. Yeah, and she was happy with her work, and I was too. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you have... For you, I know the person who has a kidney given, you know, taken to give to you. I know they don't have any medicines. Do you have to take medicine after that? Oh, yeah, you have to take a lot of medicine. You have to take medicine to fight off any um, viruses or germs and Mm -hmm. stuff. And uh, they were saying that now they made it where it's not as much as it used to be. But all that happens when you first get the kidney and see how right. it goes. Because sometimes you have to take medicine for the rest of your life to keep the kidney functioning. Okay. You know. Yeah. I did read that for the rest of your life you have to take medicine. But right now. So I'm that not... your body doesn't attack the kidney. Right. Yeah. I can't think you know of the name your, of it. But... Because you know your body can um, think it's a foreign and, and push it back out and mm-hmm. then kick it out. And, it. you know, you could get a transplant and it, it's a chance that your body won't accept it. That's true. That is you know, true. There's been a lot of people that had kidneys and everything for like five or ten years, and then their body they did it didn't just rejects it. Yeah, but I don't know if it's because they didn't follow orders or whatever. You know, if I get a kidney, I'm following all kind of orders. Right. Because that, I know yeah, it just I makes know, sense. No, yeah. I know what it takes yeah. to keep it. So. Right. Your sister, my mother, our mother. Excuse me. She claims it too. I want mm-hmm. Yeah. If I don't claim him, she's gonna Mama. get me. <laughs> She said it took about two hours. They kept changing the time. Well, yeah. They told me that I was coming in at two, but they didn't actually see me until like three. So I don't know how long it was. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then once they gave me anesthesia, I was out like a light. Yeah. Whenever I go in the hospital, they have to give me anesthesia. You out. Yeah, because if they don't give me anesthesia, I I start to panic because for me, if, if, if I don't know what's going on and you stabbing and probing at me I my blood pressure just shots shoots up out. so yeah and I freak out every time I see my own blood I don't like needles uh, uh, I know when I was doing dialysis my blood just start when they put the I got a graph in my arm mm-hmm. and that's the access where they stick the needles in to, um, to give me my dialysis treatment mm-hmm. and when I first used it because I used to have a capital on my chest they didn't tell me that I shouldn't take aspirins before my uh, treatment or anything like that. Right. I walked out like a crime scene. Mm. I had blood everywhere, and it was Ice. my blood. And I and then like it started squirting. And I started running. They was like, "Mama, where you going?" You know. But I hate seeing my. <laughs> they own say blood. slow down, I, huh? I do. I hate seeing my own blood. I'm the same way. I don't like blood. I don't like needles. And mm. then they, when, you know, after the surgery, they told me I had to stick myself. To get blood thinner because mm-hmm. I couldn't take the pill. I said, I can't stick myself. So, of course, my daughter, she stuck me every day. Bless her little heart. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I can't do that. I was like, can I go to the Walgreens or something so they can stick me? And they was like, no, we can show you how to do it. I was like, I, I can't do it. I know I can't. Right. That, that, yeah, That's like a that. nightmare just thinking all my blood just going to waste all over oh, everywhere. 
So what do you say to someone who wants to donate a kidney or any other type of organ, right? But they still really nervous to give it. Well, I, I could tell them to... Um, hey, right there. Uh, to investigate the pros and cons. Mm -hmm. But I would feel so blessed and happy if you gave me your kidney. Because uh, I do want to live and I don't want to do dialysis for another three to six years. Right. So... Uh, I would say thank you, and I'll be forever grateful. I would pay you, but you can't pay you because that's illegal. You right. can't. You can't buy. A can't buy the body. No. Right. But I would be forever grateful. Okay. But you know, it's something that you will have to think about. But it's nothing that you would that will change your life. You could still live a normal life. And then they also said that if something happened down the line where their kidney mm -hmm. went out then they would be first for a transplant. Hmm. They would already be bumped hmm. up in line for a transplant, especially if they already they gave. gave one, and, yeah. yeah. Right. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. okay. So, will you, let's say you get the kidney. Mm -hmm. Will you be able to live a regular, normal life after that donation if everything goes well with that kidney? Yeah, I would. The body functions normally yeah. as if yeah. I've received a kidney? Yeah. I'll start uh, urinating and everything. Okay. Yeah. And you'll be able to go back to work? Yeah. Because they, when my kidney went out, they automatically put me on disability. Yeah. Right. I get paid once a month. It's like a punishment. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is horrible. So yeah. I have to regroup. That's a life changing. Right. Of mm -hmm. setting boundaries on spending and everything. And it's really hard because... If it was just me, but I'm a family of five, and right. I'm the head of the household. Shout and, out to the family. Yeah, Shout and out. then, you know, my husband's on dialysis, too. His kidneys oh, are bad, okay. so we both, yeah, we're doing everything together. <laughs> Teamwork. Sure, yeah. Sure. But his went, out, his went out because of his diabetes. I don't have diabetes. Mm -hmm. I don't have any underlying problems. Right. The only thing that the other major surgery is that I have my thyroid taken out. Uh -huh. But I don't have any underlying problems. I've been taking right. really good care of myself. So, Kimberly Sparks Spears says she sounds just like Red Wanda. Rwanda. I, I'm reading how she said. She don't want me to say her real name on here. Mm. So prayers. She says prayers to you. Thank and then you. your sister said, "I love you so much." Thank you. So, um, do you know what the requirements are to be a, a living donor? Well, you, ha you can't have any underlying problems. Like, you can't have diabetes. Right. You can't have uh, pulmonary, meaning heart trouble or mm -hmm. things like that. You can't have, a, like, stems in your hearts and stuff like that because you need your kidneys just right. as bad as I would. Mm -hmm. So, if you have any underlying problems, you wouldn't be a good candidate. That makes sense. So, I actually wrote this out. I want to look it up for us, just in case. So, generally... Donors should be between the ages of 18 and 65 years old. You should not have any major medical or psychiatric illnesses, and you must not be pregnant. So those are the things that you said. Right. Uh, you should not be overweight, although you still may be a potential donor if you lose weight. Right. If you smoke, you must quit for six weeks prior to surgery. You also must understand the risks of this surgery and comply with all instructions on the follow-up medical care. Right. So if you want to don't, you want to be a donor. Those are the requirements. For some reason, there are a ton of people talking, and I can't see them in the comments. Why not, bro? I don't know. Because <coughs> your computer's slow. Is that what it is? It's not yeah. a Mac. It ain't yeah. a Mac. Bro. I knew that's where it was going. Mac. I knew that's where it was going. You would have seen the comments before they typed. <laughs> 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 you ain't bring your uh, computer today? 
I got it over. I got it over. You've been pretty quiet today. What you got to say? I'm just listening, bro. Listening, yeah. supporting. Um, my dad um had diabetes real bad, so I kind of already know some of what's going on. Did so. he have breathing mm-hmm. problems too? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he had all that. So. Is um, he passed? Yeah, he passed away. Oh, I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. Yeah. So. Um. I just listen, try to support. You know, I I want to live. So yeah. I, that's why I'm asking for a kidney. Right. But there's times where I get discouraged because I'm tired of going to dialysis three times a week. Yeah. And I'm tired of sitting in the chair for three hours and 15 minutes, <coughs> three times a week. And then it limits your um, mobility. Like, I can't go on a seven-day vacation. Right. I mean, I could because they have it where you could go to a different state and somebody else could stick you. But... I don't like everybody sticking me. And then, like, um, when they put the graph in my arm, I used to get clogged a lot. (coughs) That's another reason why I don't like everybody sticking me. Yeah, yeah. So. That's understood. It definitely is. So, when I went to a destination wedding in uh, last year in May, Mm -hmm. and I just went the four days from Thursday to Sunday, and I missed one day of dialysis. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but because I always follow procedures and stuff, I'm good. Because I always follow procedures and stuff, they always they told me that I could miss one day. Just like, okay, just so you to watch my liquid intake. Got it. And all through the the vacation, I just ate ice. So Greg Mashonda's husband has said something. I can't see it because Mom spoke to him, or maybe he just came in the chat and she spoke oh, to him. Okay. And then she also said she wish she could give you a kidney. She really wish she could. Who? Your sister. Oh, I know. Yeah. I can't get a, a kidney for any of my brothers and sisters. None of them are donors for you? They all have underlying problems. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, your mom had those migraines. Yeah. Uh, Norm have high blood pressure. You know, I don't think they want you to put all their business out uh, there. <laughs> I don't think they want that on the world. They watch it. They going to beat me up. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. You know, no, I'm but, normally the snitch, but I, they, them the ones that can no, hit me. No, but I'm just saying. They can hit me, bro. No, but the reason why I say that is because somebody else might want to give me a kidney, and they have the same problem. Right. So it's true. not like I'm telling their business. Right. I'm just telling well, them. Well, any business out. I'm I have just, nothing to do with it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just explaining I'm to not them what I, uh, my underlying <laughs> problem is. I understand. And, so, you know, I know that my brother and sister would want to help me. You yeah, know what I'm sure. saying? So I just want to put it out there that I appreciate the the warning but i understand why you can't right so sure. that's why i'm putting it out there i ain't trying to do no dirty laundry right, right. Right. Say, you know, i ain't trying to get Come beat on, up man. i ain't trying to get beat up no dirty laundry, bro. so again you said it costs the people nothing to donate nothing. a kidney it doesn't the regular recovery time is usually a total of six to eight weeks that's full recovery well that's after for the person donating to you no that's after the procedure right you know they they tell you don't lift nothing for six weeks heavy right like that you know because when i had the mic when they took my kidney out mm-hmm. i couldn't lift nothing heavy for six weeks no more than five or ten right. pounds and they told me to make sure I walk. That was my recovery. Okay. I didn't have to like take any medication or, except for the blood thinners because I couldn't take the warfarin pills. Right. And 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 that my blood is too thick, so they didn't want me to clog. So if you like, uh, if you like on blood thinners or something like that, then it's a uh, stuff you have to be careful of. That makes you know? sense. So, for sure. 
That makes sense. And even if you are taking like like boyfriend or blood thinners, that doesn't mean you have an underlying problem. That's something that they can live with or adjust. But they will, you would have to uh, take the injections because you can't just go back to taking the warfarin like you used to. Right. Okay. I think we learned a lot here today. I definitely did. I found the fact. This was as of 7.02 this afternoon. Hmm. 103,632 people need a life-saving organ transplant. And that's just a waiting list. That ain't the people who have not made the waiting list. Hmm. Right. And of those, 59,025 people are actively um, on the waiting list. So there are some people on the waiting list, and they just on the list. Yeah. Right. And then this, these are the people who are... Well, that's why they tell you to ask for a kidney because if you ask for a kidney, it takes you off the list. For sure. Right. Agree. But if you have to wait till someone donate a kidney, then they go into the order, especially if it's done anonymously, then they just get a kidney. Right. They just give it to the next in line. Uh, children go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the younger go first because they haven't lived their life. And mm-hmm. I have lived a pretty nice life. Okay. But I still want a kidney. Yeah, we want you here for sure. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm still pretty young even though I'm like 62. But yeah. You're a young 62. Yeah. Real so, young. Yeah. And like if you had like hepatitis or something like that, you still could donate because they give you those anti-drugs um, uh, and then after you have the kidney, it just it's just disappeared. Really? So even if you if someone had hepatitis and they donated the kidney, mm-hmm. it, I wouldn't have hepatitis. Right. That's what right. I'm trying to say. Okay. Bonnie says we serve an awesome God. You are in our prayers. Thank you. I appreciate that. Your sister said thank you to her too. <laughs> <laughs> Prayer is the most thing that anyone can give me. Yeah. You know because God is awesome. Right. And anything is possible with God. So when I first found out when my kidney went out, I felt like I was in a twilight zone. I couldn't believe this was happening to me because right. I felt like I was taking very good care of my body. Mm-hmm. But then all I could say is, whatever you have in store for me, God, then let me just glorify your name. But it was really hard at first because I didn't know what to do. I couldn't get a second opinion. They wouldn't let me out the hospital until I agreed to have dialysis. Right. So... It was it was very frightening because I was in the hospital 14 days when my kidneys went out. Yeah. They were hoping and praying that they might kick back in and stuff, but they didn't. And I had to go on dialysis. And I was like in a twilight zone and I was worried. And it was during COVID where you couldn't have visitors. Yeah. And so you yeah. were alone. Right. And then one of the nurses at, the, the nurses at Rush, they are so... Uh, welcoming and warm and caring, and they shout out to Rush nurses. Shout yeah, out shout them. out. And uh, she, um, she, she said, just, just, oh, yeah. just, just think that God found the way for you to live. Yeah. yeah. So sure. I'm living a good life, yeah. even though I do want a kidney, and I don't have anything to be upset about, and I don't know why it happened to me, but I'm still here and I'm still living. Oh, yeah. But I would yeah. love to have a kidney. For sure. For sure. <clears throat> Anybody want to donate? Please reach out. Yeah, reach out to us and we'll get you in contact with her. So we don't want to put our information out there. But if you uh, if you do, you can reach out to me, Broke Dusty. We'll get you right to her. Yeah, or you yeah. could just call um, uh, Northwestern Hospital Kidney mm-hmm. Department and tell them that you want to donate a, a kidney to Rochelle Hines Pepion. But you can say Hines, and I'm gonna make sure they know that I'm I'm the Hines that they're That's looking right. for. So what was the name of the hospital again? 
Uh, Northwestern. Northwestern, okay. Kidney department. Yeah. And your sister said you can reach out to her too. Anybody reading the comments? <laughs> this is the part of the show we normally do shout outs. Yeah. You can go first. You've been real quiet. Man, I've just been listening, bro. Uh, shout out to everybody who, who do have underlying issues um, that need help, um, can't help themselves or can't. Uh, prayers to y'all. Right. Uh, hopefully y'all get well. Amen. We definitely hope, you know what I'm saying, you find the kidney ASAP. Yeah. So we definitely praying for Man, you. I appreciate you being here with us. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure, yeah. bro. Oh, yeah. That's family, yeah. man. Squad. Oh, yeah. You know it. Oh, yeah. You know it. But yeah, shout out to y'all, though. Y'all get well. Take care of yourselves. And if y'all need help, reach out to somebody. For sure. My turn. I want to give a shout out to my aunts and uncles that she was about to throw under the bus. <laughs> All my mother's siblings, including my mother as well. Y'all been really influential in life. And, uh, Y'all make this really, really easy, what I do here, from everything y'all taught me. So, much love to all of y'all. I want to give a shout out to everybody that remembers me and took the time to listen uh, to my uh, plea for a kidney. Whether you offer me one or not, it's nice to remember old, pe old people that I went to school with, mm -hmm. you know. It's nice to remember uh, the names and pe that people still remember you. Yeah. So it's a nice feeling. I want to give a shout out to the nurses at Rush uh, University Hospital. And I just want to give a shout out to God because anything is possible to him. Yeah. Through him. Shout out to your babies. Oh, and I want to give a shout out to Kelly, all my children. Yeah. Definitely shout out to your babies. I love them. Every time I come here, they make me feel like and a celebrity. I want to give a shout out to Ryan and his yeah, co-worker. Yeah. yeah. This is my Ryan, godmom. Ryan yeah. and the co-worker. That's, that's, that's Bro Dusty. Guy. I don't know your name. Bro that's, Dusty. Nope, the co-worker. That's your other nephew if your sister tell the you. The co-worker. Ryan and the co-worker. So they always mess up his name. Yeah. So that's what is, why he. What is your name? The co-worker? No. What is <laughs> he goes by Broke Dusty. He won't let me say his regular name on camera. Okay. Mitchell is my real name. Oh, he I said it for you. Yeah, he said it. Okay. The broke dust. That was huge. The co-worker now. I love it. <laughs> for sure. Your sister said shout out to you for being so brave. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. For sure. For is sure. that Rwanda? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That's the only one who I know we're going to talk on here. I don't think the other ones <laughs> I think she use social speak. media like that. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't going. Uh, that's my auntie. I love her. I'm not going. She going to watch it eventually. Yeah. You sure you don't want to get one last word before we go? I love you guys. Thanks for listening. That's it. Cut the show. Cut the show.